0: Welcome to the Balanced Working Moms Podcast. I'm Rena Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me, who's juggling all the things, you're absolutely in the right place. Because in this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Hello, my friends. So good to talk to you again. And I hope you're doing well. It is so funny because I came up with this podcast topic idea. And then I look at the calendar on when it's going to come out. And I saw this episode was going to come out just a little bit before Valentine's Day. And it was just so perfect. It was so perfect because today I want to talk about a topic that I hear a lot of moms worrying about. And what they worry about is connection, connection. And connection is important all year long. But it's still really cute that we happen to be talking about this in February, when in America, a lot of people celebrate this month and use it as a time to grow their connection to the people they love, their kids, their spouse, their friends all of that. So this is such great timing, isn't it? I love it when things accidentally fall out that way because it makes it just so much more impactful and just fun, just fun. So let's talk about the problem. Let's talk about why people are always telling me that they're concerned about connections with their kids. And let's just put it right out there. Let's not hold back any punches. The reason why people feel like they're losing their connection to their children is technology. And, you know, when you and I were little, things were starting to get worse. Things were starting to, you know, show that there's a problem. But today, you are most likely dealing with problems that our parents have never had to deal with. Sure, maybe they had to battle with getting us to turn off the TV and going to bed, or maybe some video games. But now, you know, it is so much more than TV. It's so much more than the video games, because it's a way of life. It's a way of life. And connecting with others at a deeper level is harder now than it is before, which of course is very ironic because we're probably connecting a lot on our phones, but it's not the same type of connection. It's so ironic. We're seeing each other's lives more than ever on social media. We're talking to each other electronically. But the true deep level connection, that is what we're missing. So in our episode today, we're gonna specifically focus on connecting with our children. Though, of course, this issue isn't just related to connecting with our kids, but if we talk about other people, like our spouse, our parents, that would be a whole other episode, okay? (laughs) Because connecting with anybody is really hard in this day and age, really hard. I also talk to moms who are frustrated because their partners are on their phone so much, and they can't even talk to them. They can't even talk to them. So frustrating. But let's do one thing at a time, because I think the solution is different, depending on who we're trying to connect with. So today, let's just talk about connecting with our kids. That's a big enough topic right there. Now you may not want to have your kids listen with you to this episode. So if they're in the room, you may want to turn on your headphones because I'm just going to tell you they're not going to like it. They're not going to like my suggestions. And I'm going to tell you the truth. You may not like my suggestions either because they are really hard to do. But I suspect that in your heart, even if it's hard, You may agree with me. You may agree with me. And I'll have some alternate solutions at the end. So if you don't like my ultimate solution, you still have other ideas. And even if you don't do what I'm going to suggest, and that's fine, you know, you do you, I always want you to do what's right for you. It's still going to get you thinking, still going to get you thinking. And that's the important thing. Maybe you'll take some of my suggestions and maybe you'll implement them in your way. And you know what? I actually love it when you do that. When you take a suggestion of mine or anybody's and you do it your way, that is when it really works for you. So take what I have, twist it, mold it like clay, and the most important thing, make it work. Make it work so that you can create these most important connections with your children for just these few years, just these 18 or so years when we have them to do this with. So here's my solution. And my solution is to have boundaries with technology, boundaries with technology. And I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you why this may be so incredibly hard for you because you know we're always brutally honest on this podcast. But the reason why it's so hard is because when your kids are on technology, you have a break. You can cook dinner, you can also be on tech, you can be resting, you can be working. You know, I don't have to tell you, it's nice when the kids are on tech. That's the truth, but it's nice in the short run. In the long run, of course, there's always a price to pay because if they're on tech, then you have no time to create that connection with them because I don't have to tell you, tech can keep them busy every waking moment between tech and busy schedules. It is a losing battle. So in my opinion, I don't know if you agree with me but in my opinion, I feel like boundaries are needed. It is so important to have boundaries around tech, especially if your kids are very young, in my opinion. Because imagine the scene, imagine the scene. Imagine it's Saturday night at 7 p.m., the phones and iPads are put away, the TV is off, the laptop is closed, you order in pizza delicious. Your family decides to play a board game. You know, there are so many new and fabulous board games out there nowadays. It is just incredible. So picture all tech is off. You are eating pizza. You are playing with your kids. Maybe even some of your kids are a little older. You know, maybe they're even teens and you are interacting with them. You're having a great time. How beautiful is this image? How beautiful is it? And imagine this is not happening in 1984. Imagine it's 2024 and this is happening. This, my friend, is building connection. This is the life perhaps that you've dreamed of. But of course, the only way to have this life is to build these boundaries around tech And that can be very, very hard to do. Before I was saying it's hard because it gives us a break, but it's also hard because our kids protest. They don't want to be separated from their tech. So as you think about how hard it can be to create these boundaries, and if you don't already have these boundaries, it's going to be hard. Talk about saying it like it is. It will be hard, but keep this image in your mind of you and your family actually doing things together and bonding. That's the ultimate, isn't it? That's the ultimate. That's what you want. So how do you do it? How do you actually set tech boundaries when there are screens everywhere, everywhere, I'll tell you what I do. Because in my experience, I have personally found for my family that I find that the best way to do this is to have a special router. So we have a special router that turns off internet for the children at a specific time. So you set the time. Of course, you can change it. You know, you can add a half hour, you could turn it off, you know, as needed. Let's say your kids have more homework and they need more internet time. You could just go in and give them that extra time. But having a device to do this for you is just incredible. Now, I'm not going to tell you the name of the device that we use, because I have to say, I don't like it. I don't like it. We've been using it for years. They keep changing the app. So, But there are a lot of them out there. So do your own research. Find a router, if you're interested, that can do this. We literally just got another one last week. I'm really liking this new one so much better. So much better. But since we've only used this new one for a week, I don't want to tell you the name of it either, just in case, because a week is not enough time. We need to keep testing it out. But let's imagine this. Let's say you get a router or you get some kind of software and it automatically turns off internet for the children at 7 p.m. Why am I encouraging this? Because what that does is it takes you out of the equation, right? So you're not the bad guy anymore. It's just the rule. It's how things happen. So essentially, you're just the bad guy the first time you set this up. You see how it can avoid fights every single night. And like I said, I've been doing this for years. So I'm going to tell you, eventually the kids get used to it. They see, you know, their time is coming to an end and they need to get off of it. And my kids, I have one in high school, one in middle school. And like I said, we've been doing this for years and they're used to it. So You know, sometimes, especially my high schooler does need extra internet time for homework. I'm pretty strict. I'll tell you the time that we do. We cut things off at eight o'clock, which is very early. But usually we do give an extension to do more homework. But I like them having that earlier time because sometimes they may not even start their homework till they know that internet is about to shut down. So in our family, I find that that works better, but it's so great having things done at this router level and not you. You know, you're not the one arguing with your kids and it becomes a rhythm in your family. Oh, I forgot to tell you about another rule that I have. So when internet goes off at eight, And we do an extension and we'll usually only do an extension for homework, but my kids have to do their homework in a public space. So they may have to do it, let's say in the dining room, so we can make sure that they're only using internet for homework. So they know there's, it's a small consequence, but they know we're serious. So if we do the extension, they really have to use it for homework. Okay. (laughs) We have to be tricky like this. Not tricky, but you know what I mean. We have to have boundaries and limits. So now let me tell you what happens. If you've never done this before, you may not be familiar. But once the internet goes off, that's when the connection begins. By the way, when I say internet, they can't be on their phone or computer or anything like that without internet. When the router goes off, they know that means that all screens except for Kindle needs to be turned off. So it's not like they can be online on a game that doesn't involve internet. Okay, I forgot to say that. So that was a very important point. So like I said, if you've never experienced this before, let's say eight o'clock, internet goes down, the kids have to be off all of their devices. This is such a beautiful time. It's such a beautiful time because this, my friend, is when the connection begins. You can be around them. Maybe grab a book and hang out in the living room while they're hanging out there too. And they're probably going to complain that they're bored. You know, they'll do that. I think being bored is very good for kids. So maybe you'll do something together And without those screens, you can create the connection because if you're competing with screens, forget it, forget it, it takes over. Now, in the beginning, I said that you may have some resistance to this because the truth is, is that when the screens are off, you will be working harder. It's not like you can be on a screen yourself once you tell your kids they have to be off of it you know, so it goes both ways. But imagine your life in your family if you do this. Imagine the difference. Imagine how much more sleep everybody's going to get because they're not up late, you know, playing games or whatever. I love how it is when we do something, something great for us, for our family, the side effects. The side effects are always going to be really, really good, right? So it's not just now that your kids are off screens. Now the side effect is that you're off screens. So you're relaxing more. And like I said, the other side effect is maybe everybody even goes to bed earlier. There's so many awesome side effects when you do these really good, really healthy things. I'm sure you can even think of a lot more. You know, maybe you'll actually have time and energy to do a little cleaning, get other stuff done, because you yourself can't exactly be on screens when you've cut your kid off. Like, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I'll tell you this from experience. Sure, you could take a glance or two, but for the most part, you're also going to be off as well, which is going to be so healthy for you. So what do you think? How is this sounding to you? Because I'm guessing some people listening are really, really excited right now because the solution is so simple. Now, it's not easy. It's really, really hard, but it's simple. I love simple because simple is doable and you may not have known that there were devices that could do this, Maybe at this point, you're already on the internet searching for these devices, these apps that could shut down the computer. But I know that there are probably some other people who are listening and who are thinking right now, maybe this is too hard, or maybe the fights will be just too much. And I get you, if you're struggling, this is hard. This is hard. It's still a struggle in my house, right? It's not easy because this is a challenge that our parents probably didn't have at the level that we have now. It is not easy parenting in this day and age. So for those of you who aren't yet ready to take these measures and set these boundaries, I do have some more suggestions for you because it's okay. I want you to do things that you can do that you're comfortable with. And now you have this other idea in your head. And if you're not ready, or if you need to take some time, that is fine. I am not here to push you to do something that you're not ready for. So I have some other suggestions. So a suggestion that I have for you to connect with your children is to get them out of the house. Get them out of the house because if you go on a day trip, let's say it's only even once a month. That is such a great way to connect with your kids because if you're out of the house, it can help create more conversation. It can feel more natural to talk. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, my family went to see Fiddler on the Roof and it was so good. It was so good. It was so well done. Truthfully, one of my kids didn't enjoy it, and that's fine. She didn't hate it, but she didn't love it. My other girl really, really liked it. My husband and I had a great time, but it was so great because as we were leaving, the kids mentioned that they wanted Starbucks, so we stopped off. We got them Starbucks while we were there because I don't enjoy coffee, so I didn't get any Starbucks. So instead, I went into this organic grocery store. It's called Roots, and it's very expensive, so I don't usually go. But I went in there, I found a few things, and then the kids came, and they were so excited. So here we are at this organic market. We were buying you know, nuts and all kinds of things, healthy things for the most part. And it just felt good. It felt amazing to be with my family, to be just be out and about. So that's very important for connection. And then you don't have to say anything about screens. You know, you're there, they're watching a play. The phones have to be off during the play. You're not allowed to have them on. So it's just really good to have these common experiences. And that's good to do all the time all the time, you know, just to get out and do things. It's so important, so important. And by the way, we didn't ask the kids in advance. We just bought the tickets and then we told them, we're going to this play, just so you know, because kids may have an opinion and they may not want to go and do things. So it worked out great. Another way that you can connect with your child is to do things that they find very interesting. So even if it is on screens, let's say they love watching a show or maybe they like watching YouTube of their favorite gamer. Uh, that is torture to sit through. I'm sorry to even suggest it. But it can really connect you with your child. Then, you know, your child will be telling you all kinds of things about the YouTuber like I said, it could be a little painful, but you're connecting. You're connecting with what they enjoy doing. And that's the whole point, because it's so important to connect with your children. It's so important. It's the ultimate goal for us as a parent. And here's the last thing I want to tell you. Here's the last thing. And this is the hardest thing in the world. But we've already talked about hard things throughout this entire episode. But the last message I want to tell you on this episode is to be a role model. Be a role model because you already know that your kids are watching what you do. You know this. I personally turn off screens for myself at about 8 p.m. I'm not perfect. It's my goal. Sometimes I do sneak it in afterwards for a little bit. But I try really hard because I want to model what an evening should look like in my family. I want to model that evenings are for relaxing with my family and they are not for scrolling Instagram. Is it hard? Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I'm not going to lie and tell you, oh, it gets easier. I'm as addicted to screens as much as anybody else. But connecting with my family and having that image I shared with you of everyone happy and playing games and being together, that image is so strong in my mind that it helps me put down the laptop. And it is easier. It is the first few times, it may be very, very hard. And you may constantly still want to do it even months later after you have this routine. But it does become routine. And the benefits, I have to tell you, are just so incredible. We talked earlier about the side benefits, and there are so many. There's the main benefit of connecting with your child, but the side benefits just will change your life also. They're going to change your life because I sleep so much better when I'm off screens. When I get off at about eight o'clock, it's so much healthier for me, and I know it's going to be so much healthier for you. So let me know how this goes, because I know this is hard. I know. I'm not telling you this is going to be so easy. And I also know that none of us asked for this challenge when we had our children. But this is where the world is now. And we navigate the best we can. And it's not easy. But you know what? It is so incredibly worth it. These kids grow up and they move out so quickly and we blink and they're mature and they're grown up and treasuring the moments, being with them and connecting to them without distraction. I'm just going to tell you, that's something you're going to look back on And you're never going to have regrets. You're never going to regret that router that turns off internet for them at 8pm or whatever time you want to do. You are never going to regret connecting with them. Imagine you're much older and you're looking back at your life as a mom and you feel so proud of yourself for navigating this digital age as best as you could. Imagine that feeling. Such a beautiful thing. Such a beautiful thing. So, if you made it to the end, because like I said, I know this was a difficult episode for a lot of people to hear. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I'm excited for you to continue building those close relationships with your children. It's one of the best things you could ever do. One of the best things. And if you'd like me in your corner to help you, to coach you, I am so happy to be there for you. I have my email address and the contact information and just reach out and we can work on this together. So it was so great talking to you. I wish you so much success, so much love and connection with your children, and I'll talk to you next time.